Welcome to the Be Bold in Business podcast. My name is Samantha Hearn and I'm the host of this amazing channel. I wanted to bring you a place where you hear from myself and other amazing inspirational business people on their journey to the success they've created. I wanted to bring you the offline journeys to the online successes that we see on social media. I want to create a place where you hear the struggles people have been through, the challenges, the lessons they've learned, the mistakes they've made, so that you know that ordinary people can create extraordinary things every single day, and that it's totally possible for you too. The Be Bold in Business podcast is a place where you are going to hear real, genuine, warts and all stories from some of the most exceptional people in business and how they succeeded anyway. If you are ready to show up in your business, if you are ready to be bold, if you are ready to learn from your mistakes, if you are ready to bounce back and become more resilient, this is the podcast for you. And me, Samantha Hearn, I cannot wait to welcome you, support you, empower and inspire you and share with you the stories that sometimes don't get shared online and give you this real refreshing approach on how building a business sometimes can be hard, sometimes involves failing, sometimes involves struggle, but you can still succeed anyway. So welcome to the Be Bold in Business podcast, and I cannot wait for you to take your invitation to be bold in your business too. Hello. Right. In today's training, we're going to be talking about what to do when all of your leads say no. And I have separated this into seven main strategies, three that are focused on energy and mindset and four that are focused on strategy themselves. And inside the strategy themselves, we've actually got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine strategies. So we've got energy and mindset there are three main strategy main focuses that I want to go through and then strategy there are 10 things I want to look at but ultimately we're going to be talking about what to do in all of your leads say no how do you actually handle it what do you do what happens next when everyone that you thought was going to say yes says no you don't hit the goals that you set yourself you feel like you've got no one else to speak to all of your leads have disappeared and you just don't know what to do next who am I going to speak to now you've had all of your hopes pinned on this person coming back to you and saying yes this person coming back to you once they checked in on x y and z saying yes and actually they've come back and said no not right now not for me this isn't the right time uh, whatever it is and you're left feeling oh <laughs> that feeling this is what I really want to talk to you today so um if you happen to be watching this with me live I would love to know if you have ever experienced this if you're listening back to this then I would also just love to know if this resonates with you have you ever been in a situation where people have said not right now not right now and you don't know what to do next so ranking this one to five have you ever been in that situation number one is all the time I'm always in that situation people just keep saying not right now people keep saying no people say it's not right for them and five is never that never happens to me I never have people say it's not for them not right now no so I'd love to know where you are on that scale of one to five and then I'm going to talk to you like I said I've broken this down I've got my notes uh, which is why I'm looking at my screen and if you're watching this back on our podcast recording then of course that doesn't make any any sense to you anyway because you're listening to my voice but that's what we're going to be going through so when your leads say no three main energy and mindset strategies and then four main strategies themselves and some tangible 10 things that you could be thinking about 3.5 okay I love that hey Christina hey Shanice 
I don't have people contacting me out of nowhere. They're not replying. I have people contacting me out of nowhere. They're not replying. Okay. So that kind of like ghosting thing. Hey, Caro. So that's the other thing that I want to look at, you know, three. Hello, your great smile. So this is the thing that I really want to talk to, you know, whether it is ghosting, whether it's them actually saying no, whether, whether it's them saying yes, but they're never paying an invoice, you know, whatever it, whatever it might be, you know, that's what I really want to talk to. The ghosts, the no's, the saying yes and then not paying an invoice, whatever. That's what I really want to talk to. Okay. Because, you know, you're not alone. This happens to everybody in different ways, but there are certain things that we can look at to make those changes. So enough of that. Let's get into the training. So the first three things that I really want to be talking to you about when it comes to what to do when the leads say no are three areas focused on your energy and your mindset. So energy and mindset number one it isn't right for you this isn't right for you so sometimes we can be in a situation where we are so focused on selling the thing or making the money or getting this client in that we forget about all of our boundaries we forget about all of our protective measures for ourselves it's not an ideal client they want to change the way that you work, maybe to work in the evening or work on days that you don't work. They want to move, move the goalposts. And because we're so fixated on the fact that we just want to get this client, it's not actually right for us. So the, the first thing that's really important when a client says no is to think about actually, was this right for me? Was I too attached to the result? that I didn't focus on the experience it would have for me. And the reason this is important is, and I did this with a client this morning, she wants to bring out a new group program, okay? And I said, right, tell me the actual dates that we could run this. What days do you have available? Let's go through the calendar. And she has two days protected a week. And I said, so where in the other days are we doing this? She was like, yeah, okay, right, yeah. We need to look at the tangibilities of this. So sometimes it's not right for you. Just because this client wants to work with you doesn't mean that you need to work with them. So then sometimes if they come back and say no, or it's not for them, actually, that was the right thing because it's not right for you either. So make sure that you are honoring your boundaries and the type of people that you want to work with over just focusing on getting in the sale, getting in the conversion. That isn't always the right energy and it's not always the right focus. So that's the first thing I want you to think about. The second thing is it's not right for them. And here's the really important thing. Ultimately, any of my clients, and you see my client wins 24-7, every single day I'm sharing them. My clients that are getting the results are the clients that are committed, that trust in the process, that are open and honest, that are ready. I don't want to work with someone that, that, that isn't ready because they're not going to do the work. They're not going to commit. They're not going to be prepared. They're not going to show up. So if someone does come back to you and they say no, and it's not right for them, that's actually protecting you too. Because you don't want to be working with someone that you need to convince to change their life, that you need to convince to move themselves forward, to be able to create the future that they want. They need to have done that work themselves. So the, 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 that's the second one. And the third one is money versus the relationship. Now, I said to you, the first three are focused on your energy and your mindset. The next four are focused on strategy and tangibility. So the third one in this energy and mindset experience, 100%, yes, is money versus relationship. Now, when you run a business, we all know that we need money coming into that business to create a successful business, right? Damn straight on all of this, yes. However, what we also need to do is recognize that in order for your business to continue to sustain success, it needs to align with how you want to work. 
So it doesn't matter effectively if you're making all the money in the world, if you're working all the hours in the world and you're working with all the people in the world that don't align with you. So money versus relationship. You need to be really clear on the relationship you want to have with your business and the relationship you want to have with potential clients. What we want to avoid is getting into a situation where your business is super reactive, where your business is just based on you constantly reacting to someone saying, I want to work with you and you just say yes to everyone. Or I want to work with you, but I can only do a Saturday. Oh, okay, fine. I'll just do Saturdays if you don't want to work weekends. So number three, when it comes to your energy and your mindset is the reason that these leads could be saying no and also might need to say no is because the 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 relationship you've got between money and relationships are two separate things the relationship you have with your business the relationship you have with your potential clients the relationship you have with your work-life balance the relationship you have with your health all of these things need to feature really heavily in order for you to have a positive relationship with money If money is driving everything, you will almost start to discredit all of the other things that you're doing in your business that are amazing and all of the other ways you're protecting yourself, having time off, exercising, eating well, sleeping well, working with clients that you actually want to work with, that you actually want to work with. Now, this is the truth. This is really important. It's all well and good if you're seeing people online that have sellout offers or making all this money or are sold out on clients. What matters more is that these are the right people that you want to work with, because otherwise what happens is you end up resenting having to do the work. You resent doing it. You dread it. You almost fear it because it's not aligned. So that's actually going to block you in the long term from making more money. Do you see? So it's really important. These first three that are all about your energy and your mindset that you start to look at these elements because running a successful business is not just about making more money. Running a successful business is not just about making more money. So you need to get really crystal clear on why you're doing this and who you want to be bringing into your business. So they are the three strategies when leads say no that I say to any of my clients. When people come, when my clients come to me and say, oh, so-and-so said no, I'm like, amazing. It's making space for the right people. And that's happened for a reason. Onwards and upwards. Now, this is where you as a business owner and, you know, this innovative entrepreneur needs to create this resilient experience when you are launching. You know, you need to make sure. And this is why it's not just about money. Having a successful business is not just about money. It's about your branding. It's about your visibility. It's about your community. It's about your relationships. It's about the value you create for your audience. All of those things will allow you to consistently and organically generate new leads and interest and therefore create more people that want to work with you. If we're only focused on the money, eventually we'll end up in a situation where we're at a complete stalemate. We can't make more money because we've got no more people. We can't make more money because we've disappeared off the internet. We can't make more money because no one knows what we're selling, right? So it's really important that you understand that this is a holistic approach. So when a lead says no, that is not the only element of your business that you want to be tracking. So there are three when it comes to energy and mindset. Number one, it wasn't right for you and you knew that. Number two, it's not right for them. And that's a good thing. If a client is not going to commit to doing the work, we don't want them to be a client because, you know, you all know that, for example, I have to run my own business, right? I have to run my own business and I have to keep that business successful, profitable, sustainable. I have to manage that. My clients, I give them all of the strategies, all of the support, but they then need to manage their own business. You see, I can't manage 
40 businesses as well as my own. So it's important that the client is ready. So number two, it's not right for them. And, and that's actually a good thing. And number three, money versus relationships. You need to look at your relationship with your business, your health, your well-being, all of those things, as well as your relationship with money. We don't want to be building a business that's reactive. And we definitely don't want to be building a business that's just chasing the next sale. That's not an energy that you're going to want to sustain. So let me know if you're now ready to go into the strategic elements of this. And this is where it gets a bit more juicy. Like I said, there's actually 10 elements to this. There's 10 elements to what to do when a client says no and why that might be. But yeah, this is more of the strategic, tangible side. So let me know if you're ready for me to go into that. And of course, if you want to listen back to this, you can take notes, you can write things down. You know, I really would recommend that because that is really, really important. You know, this is everybody, every business has people that leave leave the store, leave the process that doesn't buy, you know, that's completely normal. And it's about what we do to manage that. All right. So everyone that walks into Audi, for example, doesn't come out of a brand new car, you know, so it's, it, it, we do have that rationale, but we forget it sometimes when it comes to our own business. So let's look at the strategy behind this. Now, let's look at the strategy behind um, these areas. Okay. So Number one, we've got your product outcome and purpose. So let me just break this down for you. So number one on the strategic side of why a client could be saying no is product outcome purpose. Number one, do they actually understand what the product is? Do they actually understand? So I've got fluff on my nose. Do they actually understand what the product is? What are they gaining? Do they, do they really know? Do they just think it's another coaching program or it's another group? Or do they really understand? Do they know what the product is about? Have you done enough to explain that, to go through that with them? And that then leads on to the second two areas of this. Are they really clear of what the outcome is? And this is what is really important. If you have someone that clearly knows the outcome of what you have to offer and still says no, then they don't, that outcome is not a priority for them right now. So if the outcome of your offer is to help someone make more money, be happier in their lifestyle, heal trauma, overcome fear and anxieties, uh, work through a relationship. If, the, if that outcome is not something that's a priority for them, then they will not prioritize that investment. So if, as long as you are clear, and this is the key thing, sometimes people say no because they don't fully understand what the product is, which is down to our marketing, but they also don't prioritize the outcome. And this goes back to our first three, well, then it's not right for them. Because if that outcome is not something that they want right now, then they're not going to work towards creating it and commit to creating it. And the third one in this section is purpose. You have to recognize that in order for someone to say yes, and this will work for all of you, think about your own buying behaviors. What makes you actually buy? What makes you invest? What makes you say yes? It will be when you know what the product is, so you have an understanding of the thing that you're investing in. The outcome is something you want. Okay, I want that. Yes, I do want that. I want it to be easier. I want it to work, whatever it is. I want to be able to create these results. I want to make more money. Yeah, that is an outcome I'm prioritizing. And the purpose, what is the purpose of it? So that I can pay off my debt, buy a new house, retire, grow my business so I can hire a team, whatever it might be. You, That person in themselves, you know, those of you listening, you know what makes you you buy so if you don't explain this 
and create these marketing messages for your audience, it's going to be hard for them to say yes to buying. So they need to have a clear understanding of what the product is, but they need to know what the outcome is and want to prioritize it. That's key. That is key. If they're not going to prioritize it, it's not right for them. If someone comes to me and then says, you know, not right now, it's not a priority for them. The result, the outcome that they really want needs to be their priority. And it needs to be something we then think, okay, how can I make that happen? And then the third one is the purpose. What is the actual purpose? Why do they want that thing? So that's the first section of what to do when the lead says no. The second strategy is price, worth, and tangible outcomes. This all comes down to money. So the price, the worth, the price and the worth are seen very differently. And you will also know that. And tangible outcomes. So I talk about this with my clients all the time. My first business was as an anxiety and mindset coach. So that's very intangible. It wasn't about money. It wasn't about building a business. It was all about the person. So I've done both. I built a very, very successful business that allowed me to leave my full-time teaching job as an anxiety coach, and then step into this business space using an intangible business. So what's really important is that you start thinking about your tangible outcomes, whether you have an intangible business or not, that, that doesn't matter. You can all find tangible outcomes. If a client is saying no, a lot of the time they cannot see how the worth or the price of the program leads to the tangible outcomes. So they, they see the price, and they say things like, oh, I'm not sure if it's worth that to themselves, not to you. Is it worth that? Is it worth that? You know, like, oh, can I afford that? Is that too high? Is that over my budget? They see the price. So they see the number. The only way we can shift someone out of seeing a number is to portray the worth and explain the tangible outcomes. And you will all know this yourselves because you will do it. When you look at something that you want, you will look at the price. If that price then, if you're then like, yeah, that works, yeah, you'll start looking at the worth of it. So what it can create for you, the experiences and all of those things. Hey, Celestia. Uh, and then you will look at your tangible outcomes. So it's really important that we look at these three elements. And a lot of the time, this is where marketing falls short. And remember, when I say marketing, all you're doing is sharing your message. Marketing is part of any business. Marketing is part of any business. Being able to share your message and explain what you do. So the second part, price, worth and tangibility. You've got your price. You all know your prices. The first thing I would say is you need to be really confident with your prices because you're the one that's selling them now <coughs> ah, now excuse me now the second part of this is worth and tangible outcomes so you need to be able to think about this as a question that you would want the answer to but what is this actually worth that's not the price that is not the price see the difference what is this program this offer worth thanks christina what is it worth to them the worth is not the number that they see. So that's key. You need to be able to answer that question. What is this actually worth to them? And that worth could come from time, health, energy, priorities, stress, overwhelm. What is this worth for them? And the final part is, is looking at your tangible outcomes. So when you look at your program, you look at your service, and remember, it doesn't matter what it is, there will be tangible outcomes we can create. How is this going to change their life? How will it change their business, their confidence, their health, their relationships, their lifestyle, their habits, their well-being, their sleep, their stress, their money, their bank account, whatever it is, how is this going to have a positive, tangible outcome? 
So this is really important. If people are saying no, do they understand the worth? Do they understand what is available to them and how this will create a tangible outcome? With all of my clients, I say this to them, why would they do this? How is this going to actually make an impact? So that's key for you. You need to start thinking about that. Have you done the work on that? And if you're listening with me live, have you done the work on that? This is where sometimes I get stuck. I'm very logical, numbers-driven person. So I sometimes focus too much on the numbers that my service will have to them. Yeah. Now, that's such a good point. And I'm glad you raised that because so many people listening to this will be the same. They'll be very driven by the logical or the strategic or the numbers or the data. But what we really want to remember is people will always buy based on how it makes them feel, what they want to achieve, you know, like people buy based on their emotional responses, when they feel excited, when they feel ready. So I'm the same. I love the data and I love the numbers, but I also love what does that actually look like in real life? Because the other thing is, remember, if we go back to point number three, which is about money and relationships, people might come to me and say, I want to make 10k months. I'll say, why? Why do you want to make 10k months? Hey, legend. Why do you want to make 10K months? And then they're like, um, and I'm like, how, what is that going to do for you every month? Because a lot of the time people have a relationship with money that's not also linked to their lifestyle. And, you know, I know, Christina, you will know this and so many of you will, but earning 10K a month doesn't mean that you take 10K home. So it's almost understanding that the, there's an intact, there's a tangible worth that's so much more powerful than just the number of what we want to make. So what's the impact on their life having this money? Does it mean you can pay more into your pension? Does it mean you can invest more? Does it mean you can set up a second business? Does it mean you can save, pay off debt? You know, does it mean you can have some financial freedom? You know, I've been doing a lot of work on how, uh, on how having clarity allows them to have confidence. And then this helps them to make better decisions, which creates freedom. They just 100%. So these, these are your tangible outcomes. You know, this is a perfect example of someone sharing openly now in this training, but you want to think about the tangible outcomes outside of money. So a lot of the time, and you will, you'll know this, all of you will know this. I sell out, make a lot of money. My business is super successful. You see my clients results around money. Yesterday I shared one client made 8k in two weeks from a passive offer. Another client's got 30 grand of invoices coming in this month. Um, you know, you, you'll see this. Another one's just had two 5k consistent months. Another one's had two seven and a half k consistent months. Another one's just sold, sold out their one-to-one. Gosh, I've got so many that I could reel off, literally so many. It happens daily, weekly, but my messaging is never just about the money. It's about the client values, the type of people I work with. I also have a range of clients that work in a range of businesses. So it's not like I, I don't work with just coaches. I work with digital marketing agencies. I work with doctors, dentists. I work with nursery owners and managers. I work with childcare professionals, counselors, graphic designers. So it doesn't, for me, it's not about the business or, or those tangibilities. They're the things I portray, but the, the real outcomes that it creates, the real worth is freedom choice uh, accessibility to other opportunities savings you know all of this all abundance you know so it's so important to just start thinking for yourself about these tangible outcomes outside of just the money because remember if people just see the number they don't attach to it remember there's a difference between price and worth and we want to start portraying that you know i have clients that come to me and it's all about protecting their energy and their health as well as making more money you know i've had clients that have made 10K more in a year and worked 200 hours less. So they haven't gone into burnout. They've looked after their health. You know, I, so many so many of these things are elements. So it's really important. That's number two. Number three 
is actually looking at your ideal client attraction. Are you speaking to the right people? Are you really speaking to the right people? Or when someone comes in and you're just so elated that you're speaking to anybody? Because leads that say no could also say no because they're not in alignment with your offer and they're not in alignment with what you have to offer and you're not in alignment with them. So there's a real focus here on actually doing client attraction work. Because if you are attracting the right people, the right people will come into your network and it will make the change. So that will be enough for them to say, yes, you know, I want to move forward. So you really want to be thinking about that as well. Understanding the difference between someone saying no and an ideal client saying no. Any lead saying no is not the same as an ideal client. So you need to, number three in your strategy around this is make sure that you are being very, very specific about who this is for. That is really important. So we're not going to go into that too much. If you want to learn more about client attraction methods, just DM me after this and I'll send you a training. I've got a half an hour training that's all around client attraction methods and how you actually attract the right people. So if you want, just DM me after this, the word client, and I'll send you the link. So the fourth one, in terms of your strategy, when people say no, is answering questions without objections. Hey, Sylvia, how are you? Is answering questions without objections. Now, this is really important. So when you think about answering questions without objections, it means we're not waiting for someone to come to us and give us their objections. We're not waiting for some, someone to come to us and give us their fears or their worries. We are going through all of that publicly and openly. So anyone, oh, thank you. <laughs> we are going through all of those objections, those fears, those examples, consistently so that you don't have to do that with someone on an individual basis so if someone for example in, in my world you know for me to give you some examples I would always in all of my content and in all of my messaging say you know you, you'd see it on my stories from yesterday these are the, re the results that my clients have got and this is the reason why they're committed they trust the process they take action I then had three messages from clients. And I said, this is all about honesty. This is all about commitment. Yeah. This training is epic. Yay. So it's about making sure that you are constantly addressing the elephant in the room before it comes to your door. So I very rarely have someone get on a discovery call with me and share their fears and objections because we've done that before we've got on the call. I have those conversations with my clients, you know. So this morning, someone messaged me and said, can they book a discovery call, right? When you're listening to this live, if you're watching the replay, it won't be this morning. And I said, yeah, tell me about your business. So we're voice noting about the business. This is what she wants. And I was like, I want to know this. I want clarity on this. I want to know what your goals are, what you're working on, what the struggles are, where are the gaps? We're speaking about all of that in the voice notes. By the time we get on the call, I, which I already say, being on a discovery call with me is actually about, which is a discovery call with me is not about, um, can you help me with this, that and the other? A discovery call with me is right. I already know what the problems are. I already know what your challenges are. When do you want to start? So it's a very different experience. So this comes down to number four, but also number three. Number three, knowing my ideal client. But number four, answering questions without objections. It's amazing. My hand is on fire, taking so many notes. Ah, Marianne, hello. Always taking those notes. So, it, you know, I'm, I'm setting myself up and I'm setting my business up in a way that I can answer any of the objections and the fears that you might have. But we don't need to be on the phone to do that. We can both have the space and time to go through that as individuals. And then when, when someone does get on the phone with me, they're ready. 
Does that make sense? So, you know, it's very rare for me to have a discovery call with someone that is not ready to sign up because that's how I position it. My discovery call is not just for us to have a chat. We don't need to do that. We can do that beforehand in the DMs, in the voice notes, in messages, so I can get that clarity. That half an hour is really about, right, so this is where your business is. This is what hasn't worked and what you're looking for. This is how I can help you. How do we want to make that happen? So it's important that we start to look at the difference between this whole process A lead saying no versus an ideal client saying no versus the process that you go through to get to that no. This this all is something to think about because if someone says no, remember, we've gone through seven different things now and 12 different elements. A lot of that is not based on the product or you or the service. Then we've got, are they even an ideal client? And then we've got, what is the process? Do they need to actually be speaking to you on the phone to get to that point? If they also say no in the DMs, that's also a good thing. This is a good thing to celebrate. You want your business to be built on and going back to point number one, two and three, what's right for you, what's right for them and the correct relationship with money, the correct relationship with your business. If you're in a situation where someone says no and then you go into complete panic mode, that is not how you want to be running your business. It's not, is it? it? That does not feel good. Someone saying no should not plummet you into a point of what the F am I going to do now? You want your business to be more robust than that, more protected than that. And then the four the four strategies we've gone through from your product, your outcome and your purpose. That's really important. Then from your price and your worth and your tangible outcomes, which is so key. Having tangible outcomes and looking at the difference between price and worth really powerful. Then we've gone through your actual ideal client. And remember, if you want some support on your actual ideal client attraction, DM me the word client and I'll send you a link to a half an hour free training. And then the final one is answering questions without objections. Right now, what's going to happen next is I'm actually creating, I've created a free masterclass training. It's going to be coming out later this month. And it's all about how you can sell out your offers without doing big launches, having complicated funnels, feeling overwhelmed or going into that hustle mentality. Can you just comment yes if you would like access to that free training because that's going to be coming out soon and it's going to be limited. I'm also doing a two-day application only sales workshop experience. It's going to be application only and then you're going to be given two days of full in-depth coaching and training around sales and how you can sell in your business effectively. So if you're listening to this on the podcast, you will need to message me on Instagram and we will get you the links and get you in. But if you're here with me now live, I'm in. Yes. Yeah. Perfect. So there are two things. If you want the client attraction training, just message me the word client, DM me. If you want to have access to this two-day application only free workshop that's also coming around sales but so is a free sales training as well so there's a lot this month focused on actually helping you make more sales with ease and simplicity because it's how I run my business and if anyone's been here for a long time you'll know that so have you got any get me involved mate yeah 100% I don't know why I did that but seems cool seems like that's the vibe Uh, Will either of these be extra that isn't covered in the packages I'm already part of? Yes. Well, of course, and they're free as well. And they're free trainings. um, And they will always there'll always be something new because I innovate the way I teach. I learn more. I develop more. I have more practices. So, yes, they will. There will always be more to learn and to teach. 
I'm just going to stop my podcast. <laughs>